Listeners, welcome back inside the Feral Zone. I am Renee Coman, operating under cover of darkness from uh, inside Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge for a change. So for those of you that don't know, the Feral Zone is a sister podcast to the Troubled Men podcast. It'll uh, appear in this space from time to time. And uh, here we are once again. We have a returning uh, guest host, Mr. John Papagro. Welcome, John. Uh, glad to be back in yes. the feral zone. Yeah, yeah, always, always. But it's a little feral being in Snake and Jake's before midnight. Right, right. Well, uh, yeah, you were saying you've never been here before midnight. Uh, many people that, that come here will say uh, they've never been here sober. Uh, yeah, that, that too. Okay. <laughs> But so, I'm, wor- I'm working on that part. Sure, sure, sure. Well, they do have all the, the fine premium liquors here. So, yes. uh, um, so many of you will remember John from uh, previous uh, Trouble Men podcast appearances or uh, Feral Zone appearances. I think your last one, you were here with uh, 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 Big Chief Monk Boudreaux. Yes, and you know what I love the best is my name gets thrown across many, many podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah. When I least expected. I like I got so <laughs> many like you know little credits here and there. I have to watch, have to listen to each podcast, just see. I'm going to get mentioned. <laughs> right, right. Well, when we were coming back from the last tour, you were saying you had to listen in to see how, how you were, your name would come up, and I, and, uh, I assured you that it would. And, and uh, in reference to that, did you, did you, did you uh, just, just to be clear, you had nothing to do with pizza pie, right? You, uh, that was not me. Okay. <laughs> it's, a, it's a different Papa John. You're John Papagro. I'm John Papagro. That, that's what yes. I kept trying to explain to my, uh, to my, my colleague, but uh, it was, he's a little slow on the uptake sometimes. But, uh, He's a work in progress. <laughs> aren't, aren't we all? <laughs> aren't we all, John? Well, you know, many of you uh, will remember John's a terrific keyboard player. As uh, he's had, had his own band, well, has his own band now for many years. Was with uh, a band he started, uh, Papa Grows Funk. He now has the the John Papa Grow Band. He was with uh, George Porter for many years. A student of the New Orleans keyboards, uh, kind of a cross between Doctor John and Art Neville, wouldn't you say? Uh, right down the line. Right down the line. I'm a company man. A company man. Yes. <laughs> All right, I like it. And uh, and John is, has brought with him tonight a, a, another former guest of the Trouble Men podcast, and now is making his first appearance in the trouble in the uh, feral zone here. Uh, he's a, a great blues guitar player, a blues titan. I sometimes refer to him <laughs> as uh, no less <laughs> Norwegian blues titan, uh, 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 Viking blues. Uh, w- without further ado. The great Mr. Arnie Skage. Welcome, Arnie. Hello, everybody. It's good to be back. Yes, and and this is your uh, your maiden appearance here at at the at Snake and Jake's. Yeah, I'm stunned. You're stunned. (laughs) (laughs) Underwhelmed or overwhelmed? Uh, I'm not sure yet. Okay, sure. (laughs) Take your time. (laughs) It's early. Well, you know, uh, so. You know, Arne, uh, you are such a student of New Orleans music. We actually did a recording session uh, a couple of days ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's part of your reason you're here visiting New Orleans. Uh, uh, when when you were first on the Troubled Men podcast, uh, we had done a recording session for your previous record that I was involved in. Uh, record uh, came out since then, Procrastination Blues, terrific effort. It must have done great because he's back recording another record. I know, I yeah, know. Yeah, ba- yeah. Back for more. More Did, success. Yeah, yeah. It's like one of my songs said, gotta get back to the 504. Um, I'm getting itchy and I need some more. <laughs> there you go. Well, if you're getting itchy, Snake and Jake's is just, a, just, just the, the right place. It could, it could uh, scratch that itch for you, somebody here. So, uh, so you 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 returned, and and we were in the session the other day. We did uh, four, four new tracks, and and you were referencing some New Orleans records mm-hmm. and saying, oh, you know, like the intro to this. And some of us knew them, and some of us didn't. And we're thinking, man, Arne knows more about uh, New Orleans music than ninety nine percent of of New Orleans natives. Uh, I don't know about that, but yeah, I kind of uh, yeah, it's the kind of music I like. It's what. Right. Appeals, appeals to me, and right, and and you 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 are a, a major conduit 
to uh, to deliver that that New Orleans message back to uh, to the Scandinavian world. Yeah. Oh, it's there's a lot of blues bands in Norway, and and a lot of them are uh, have New Orleans influence, but the, but their uh, their uh, idea of what New Orleans music is 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 kind of narrow. So okay. they so they do like uh, three two clave and that's it. And, uh-huh. uh And um, and they heard Dr. John, and they heard uh, maybe Professor Longhair, but that's it. Right. Uh, so it, my uh, take on it is a little broader than that. Uh-huh. Uh, I also like a lot of the Louisiana music in general too. So it's it's a mishmash of right. Oh uh, yeah, the stuff I like. Nice, nice. Well, we appreciate that, man. And uh, you know, it's. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Since since last time, I've kept you know recording and uh, producing other records and stuff, and I used uh, drummers from here and uh, worked online with like Doug Belote and 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 Terence Higgins. Sure. So I kept the the fire burning. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And yeah. you and I are in correspondence uh, uh, over the the internet. Uh, we we, yes. we exchange uh, uh, witticisms. <laughs> <laughs> and wry observations. Yes. Rye observations. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Well, and also we with John here. He's a yes. Good friend. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and uh, you know, as I was thinking about coming here, I was thinking, you know, how many of your, your you know, heroes uh, spent many uh, misspent nights here in Snake and Jake's, you know? It, oh, holy ground. Yeah, yeah, indeed. Like, uh, I think at one time, uh, June Yamagishi was here holding court every night from, I don't know what, maybe midnight to five or something. Al- Probably al- 1995 to about 2002. Yeah. <laughs> with, with, uh, with Michael Ward. And Houseman, yeah. And Houseman, yeah. yeah. Uh, Theral DeCluet. Uh, holy moly, yeah. Well, it's, uh, it, it looks exactly the same. Nothing has changed. I think they put up a few more uh, Christmas lights in this corner. It's a little bit brighter than it used to be. Yeah, you can actually see the corner. Yeah, and, and, and still it's the darkest bar anybody's ever been in. Nice. <laughs> so, um, so, so you're back here. I know, uh, you know it's, it was maybe like four years ago since we saw you the first time. Three years. Uh, three years? Okay, all right. It's, it's so weird. It's, it's hard to, to judge time. This, yeah, he uh, was here... Right before the pandemic. Yeah, yeah. Okay. January before the pandemic. Oh yeah, yeah. Right before. Okay. Twenty twenty January. Yes. All right. Well, uh, that here. was and uh, and you know, then uh, the pan- pandemic hit and uh, well, it was a good time to, to to work on your own in the studio and so yeah, I finished the record at home and and uh, and uh, was planning on uh, releasing it, you know, and mm-hmm. then uh, I set a date for, to myself, you know, and, and uh, it's going to be out by fall. And then the thing didn't go away. And I said, okay, by February, it must be gone. So I said, February. No, it didn't go away. So um, yeah. I released it in the middle of the pandemic. So that was, uh, that was not a good thing, but hey. Uh, yeah, you know, it's uh, n- nobody knows what the future is going to hold. So you know, you just but life, life moves on. That's you right. Got yeah. to keep moving forward. Yeah, yeah, and, and and here we are in the studio again. You know, it, uh, a couple of years ago, we thought, oh, maybe that, I don't know what will we ever get back to normal. Well, right. yeah, we are. Yeah, here we are. <laughs> We're all sitting in the man. Look, this is a great crowd for this. Uh, you see, it's the the joint is is totally filled, man. Sunday night. Sunday hmm. night. Holiday night. Yeah. Do you think they found any eggs? They were looking for eggs. Uh, yeah, they were having an Easter egg hunt. I have to mention this is Easter. Uh, this is Easter Sunday, so I know John's a good Catholic. Yes. Happy Easter, thank John. You, thank you. Um, you know, I, I'm a Jew. We're right in the middle of uh, Passover. Um, you know, Arnie's. Uh, you know, Atheist, subscribes to I the, don't know what you're talking the, about. The the the, uh, the the Norwegian black metal. Uh, he's uh, so he he, he uh, worships the Dark Lord Satan. <laughs> 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 so uh, shout out to shout, shout out, out to dude. Satan. <laughs> You know, everybody's welcome. Yeah, 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 yeah. absolutely. While well, we are in Snake and Shakes, yes. we love you all. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's something for everybody. Yeah, you know, yeah. well, whatever thing. pushes your button. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, the thing like uh, uh, in in certain uh, religions, Chris, Christian religions, they see uh, God and Satan as like doing battle in heaven. You know, like they're equal forces. 
and Jews don't see it like that. And you know, in the in the original Bible, the, you know, the the Torah, the Old Testament, as yes, as yes, you yes. will call it, uh, you know. Uh, Satan is just an angel. He's, he's an emissary of God. He's, uh, you know, God creates good and evil. God, God creates life and death. God create. He's the creator of everything. There's, there's no evil corollary to God. You know, there's so, no e- equal. Right, and so Satan is Satan the accuser, you know, Uh, who who acts on God's behalf to, uh, you know, hold men accountable for their sins. So anyway, Mm. just throw that small. That's 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 the core problem with uh, you know Christianity, or or maybe also uh, Judaism is is the the get right on that mic, man. The problem of Uh evil. Yes, the problem of evil. Yes. How do we, you know, so many people and like very devout Jews during the Holocaust, they lost their faith because they could not reconcile. How do we have a God who's all knowing and all powerful and all loving and allows this to happen? Yes. It's something we don't know. But then you see, that's, that is the mystery of God. You, you cannot, it's ineffable. It's an, an, an ineffable uh, force or, you know, concept. And you can control what you can control. Yeah. Yes. True. <laughs> so. Cheers to that. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, uh, you know, uh, yeah, sh- shout out to all of our uh, co-religionists and, uh, and, and believers and non-believers out there. We, we love you all. So, uh, uh, you know, I was recently on this uh, Broadway cruise. I took this uh, trip up to New York. I know you guys saw some of the photographs. Uh, you know, we ran into, uh, you know, it's a good day when you're, when you're uh, waiting to meet Lucinda Williams and Chris Rock is sitting a few tables away. On and the cruise? They were all No, the no, this was before we let, this oh, was the okay. night we got into New York uh, when we were going to go mix the Loose Cattle record for the last two days of mixing with the great John Agnello producing up there and uh, then we played a gig at Mercury Lounge but the night we got oh, in, your old haunt huh yeah, yeah I know I know look what the, was the last time you played the Mercury Lounge before it's that? probably about 10 years ago oh, since I actually played the Mercury and, and I probably played the Mercury I don't know 15 20 times yeah. or something was it the same I'll tell you, just uh, like uh, Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, the Mercury has not changed in 25 years. Everything is exactly, they got the same furniture in the green room, the same green paint on the walls. Uh, (laughs) You know, yeah, yeah, everything's exactly where I left it. So that's that's nice. So that's where you saw Chris Rock? No, no, no. So so the first night we got there, we, we, uh, you know, take a, a... a car into the city, put our bags in the hotel. Michael Servers from Loose Cattle says, come meet us over at the Bowery Lounge. Uh, Lucinda's coming to, to have drinks with us. And uh, so, okay, great. So we go over there and we're waiting for Lucinda's crew. She shows up, a few other people we wound up we in, in her, her entourage, you know, and her, her uh, road manager and all that kind of stuff, people we know. And, and, uh, while we're waiting for him, though, I I look over and I'm like, oh, there's Chris Rock sitting there talking to Todd Barry, another famous comedian. You know? Did you get up and go over there and bitch? No, 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 oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love Chris Rock. No, I love no. Chris Rock too. <laughs> but uh, but I'm going, okay, well, this is pretty cool. And then it was when when Lucinda and her crew rolled in, they had Steve Jordan in tow. You know, oh, that's fr- how from the Rolling Stones, yeah. Well, <laughs> from the original Blues Brothers Saturday Night Live band. Yeah. Uh, and you, uh, you met wow. uh, another hero before that, Spampinato. Oh, well, yeah. Well, that's, that's uh, yeah, the, the week before that, uh, we were in, uh, the Iguanas were in South by South, at South by Southwest and went and saw Joey Spampinato from NRBQ playing with, with his wife's group. And, and they had uh, Jerome Dupree, the original drummer from Morphine, playing, oh. playing drums with him. And those guys sounded terrific, and we got to hang around with Joey and take pictures with him. So when I ran into Steve Jordan, that was something I had to say to him. I said, hey, man, I just saw uh, Joey Spompanato play, and he's like, oh, man. And so we start talking about that, and he, yeah. goes, he goes, Joey was supposed to play on this, uh, this uh, show I'm, I'm doing at, uh, at the Apollo this week, but he was too too worn out after you know being in south by southwest and driving all the way back to so he begged he begged off of the uh the show so 
that was cool. Had had a little inside track with Steve yeah, Jordan, yeah, and like all the coolest people, he's totally down to earth and sweet. And you I, know, we're I've only had a, a couple phone calls with him. Oh, really? He called me for a friend in New Orleans had a private party, and they wanted a piano player to play New Orleans stuff. And he got my number from Ivan Neville. Oh, cool! And he called me up and asked, booked me for a gig, and. That conversation took about two minutes, and it was about 20 minutes of just chit-chat after that. Right. And then when the gig was over, I called him to thank him so much for it, and it was like another 20, 30 minutes of just talking. Just a great guy. Yeah. Yeah, very, very cool, man. I got his number. Fantastic. Nice. Fantastic nice. drummer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Rock and roll. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man. Uh, unbelievable. I'm not sure. I think I gave him a Trouble Man podcast sticker. I don't I know. know. You did. You well, had to have. Well, you see, when I when I get in these uh, these high profile situations, I try not to open with that. You know, I try not to be too pushy. That's your, that's your closer. I've, it's always been your closer, it's, right? It's got to be my closer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, when I went on the Broadway cruise again, I was hobnobbing with some of these uh, celebrities. Christine Shinnerworth. Well, I never. It was never around her. Um, but Is she uh, all right? What's that? Was she on the cruise? She was on the cruise, wow. yeah. Actually, she she was not on the boat itself. She did a couple of performances, I think, while we were uh, docked in Bermuda. And she just was in Bermuda and, and okay. got on the boat and did the things. But, uh, like, um, had a, a bunch of big stars on there. Alan Cumming, uh, huge movie star, Broadway star, was, was on there. Got to hang around with him a little bit the the first night he was very charming and uh and kept running into him over the the, the course of the uh the thing but like like steve jordan some of these people are just so cool and down to earth and you know they, they work hard and they know that what it what it takes and you know they just they're just people well, if you're super talented and then you're also really nice and friendly, that's, you know, hopefully the people that, real, that rise to the, to the real tip top, right. you know. And they stay there. The ones that aren't, they, they never stay there for right. long. Right. So, guys, here we are at the Snake and Jake's Snake Christmas and Jake's. Club Lounge. Yeah. Cheers. Man. So, you guys, uh, you're, you've, you've been uh, on a... a uh, whirlwind tour of New Orleans. Tell me all that you've done since you've been here. Arnie. Yesterday, you you did so much yesterday. Oh, just, yesterday just was a long itself. day. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, yeah, we went to Tipitina's first. Yeah, they were selling the uh, the one day uh, jazz fest tickets. Okay. Uh, so I needed I needed one one ticket for now. Uh, the okay, second bargain week. hunter, John. I like that. Bargain Good for hunter, you. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know, brought Arnie over there, and you know, who's the first person we run into? Quint Davis. Okay. <laughs> yes. I thought it looked like Quint Davis, but uh, I didn't know how tall Quint Davis was. Uh, so I guess that was Quint Davis. And oh, we, yeah. He just chit chatted. We walk yeah, out. Yeah, and goes, yeah. Quint Davis. Like, yeah, that was the guy. Yeah. Right. Nice. Yes, and then we. Uh, we Rob Mercurio, bass player from Galactic, yeah, nice. behind nice. the merch, working the merch table. Right on, we like it. You know, <laughs> yes. see, those those fucking Galactic guys, man. God bless them, man. Uh, you know, it, it uh, they have done so many great things for Tipitinas, man. It's been nothing but every single move they've made has yes. been an improvement to the club. You know, benefit for the community. Uh, the event yesterday was for great for the community. Tying uh, Jazz Fest together, back with Tipitinas partnering, right and. Uh, yeah, they were selling all Tips merch and Jazz Fest had, had new Jazz Fest T-shirts that they had on sale there. Right, and uh, thousands of people showed up. Nice, nice. I, uh, <laughs> I buy those uh, the records they have. The, uh -huh, the, the they they, they issue the yeah the record club, club. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So the, so Tipitinas has like a huge archive of all these live recordings made in the club, right? Fantastic. And that's that's uh, they own the masters. Yes. They're just uh, sitting in a closet and. So you know, long-haired uh, James Booker, yeah, Tats Domino, uh, un unbelievable stuff, man. All kinds of stuff. Like that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> there you go. Right there into go. it. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah. So you know, that stuff's just been collecting dust, and now uh, those, those guys are strategically, you know, packaging it, yep. making nice packages, releasing this stuff. Man, what a. And did learn some uh, sad news. Uh, I think you know him, uh, Kevin Burley. The owner of the Milan Lounge. I, I, I you saw I, that. I saw that. He passed yeah. away Friday oh, night. So, sad. Uh, real tall Glenn, um, the bartender at Tipitina's. He mm -hmm. was uh, behind the bar. He kind of told me the bad news. A bunch of Kevin's friends were there, and they were yeah. all, you know, doing a little 
celebration of his life there. And so right. uh, then we went on over to the Kingpin. Yes. After that. Oh, y'all played the we Kingpin. We played on the you sidewalk the right yeah. outside the Great. Arnie came in, did a recording session on Friday and a gig on Saturday. Yeah. Just clean it up. So, nice. John, what are we playing? I'll surprise you. <laughs> <laughs> this one's an E. <laughs> well, at least John tells you the keys, you know. At least, uh, yeah. yeah. I played a gig with, with Papa Molly last night, and and uh, he he just starts playing. Well, actually, I said, uh, uh, Malcolm, what key is this in? And then he didn't hear me or didn't answer. I said, Never mind, I'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like that's yeah, a stupid a, question. You I don't know. A couple of different versions of his projects. So this was just like a hodgepodge of all of that. He was just throwing everything at you. Um, Which is no, kind of cool. No, well, I mean, Malcolm knows what tunes of his that I'm familiar with, you know. So he's 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 not, he knows so much stuff. He he, Malcolm knows a ton of tunes, and he plays in a lot of different contexts, yeah. you know. I mean, like Malcolm will go do these uh, these uh, um, Grateful Dead tribute gigs, and he knows a million Grateful Dead songs. I don't know one Grateful Dead song. He knows all like the reggae and the ska. He knows all of that yeah, kind yeah, of stuff. Yeah, it's, no. uh, yeah, he covers so many and all the blues stuff he knows. And, and Malcolm is a guy that uh, even if he doesn't know the material, he really understands how to, uh, you know, kind of stay out of the way till he knows what the pitch is. And then, I mean, when I say the pitch, knows what what the tune is. And then he will start, he will find a part that doesn't step on anybody else's part. It contributes something, but... He's, he's just very adept at that, which is why he winds up as like a guest guitarist yes. on so many people's sets. You know? he knows how to fit in. Right, yeah. yeah. He's, he's, he's yeah, great yeah. at it's it. Great. But no, the, the thing uh, last night, it was, you know, it started with this Clash tribute that you played on, yes. John. So the, the fella, uh, uh, Luke. Uh, he was one of my favorite guys that whole night, that whole tribute. He's terrific, man. Yes. He's, he's, he's got a, 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 a great vibe. He writes really nice melodies, and, and he does a lot of loop-based stuff, but, but very melodic and, and you know, uh, cool lyrics and stuff. And so we did this. You know, he, he just liked playing with that band that we had that night, you know, with me and Eric Bolivar. And, did Alex and, play as well? Uh, no, no. It was, so it was just like the Papa Molly Trio yep. with Eric Bolivar and me in the rhythm section, and then did Eric wear that fancy jacket the whole gig? Uh, no, no. He he had to take it off uh, <laughs> after we, a couple. We met of him. You saw him before. Yeah, you saw, yeah. saw him afterwards. Uh, afterwards, okay. Well, this you is know, the they, end of Arnie's night. I mean, yes. we, you know, we got a few hours. You know, oh, that's right. right. So you said you you went Sorry. to the Kingpin, and and then later on you 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 closed the night at the at, at, the, at maple the Maple Leaf. Maple Leaf. Arnie we, had like we half closed a, the Maple Leaf. Arnie wow. had like about ten, fifteen people from Norway show up on the streets of New Orleans yeah, and nice. play. Are you serious? Yeah. No. That's There's true. a bunch of Norwegians in town. It's a it's a Norwegian takeover. The Vikings have returned. Uh, wow. Wow. Man, you know, I, I just recently, uh, I'm, I'm a fan of this uh, uh, Dan Carlin's Hardcore History podcast. Mm -hmm. he, he does, he'll do like uh, like 20 hours uh, in, in four different episodes on like the, the Mongol Empire or something, okay. you know, like mm -hmm. real long form stuff. But he did one on uh, the age of the Vikings. Okay. And he was talking about like the the roughly 400 years where you had successive waves coming out of you know the Danes going into northern uh, uh, Europe or, or going into Ireland Britain, and Scotland yeah, yeah into, and oh well maybe he can answer this question because I've been asking Arnie all day today okay where was the first white man from was it Ireland was it Scandinavia was it like you know that's the guy responsible for all this shit in this world. <laughs> well, you can't I mean, blame uh, the Scandinavians uh, with that. Yeah, uh, it's, it's all we're all I the same. Mean, I didn't mean to go that far. We're all the same it. people, John. I think yeah, we all yeah. we all walked out of Africa, you know, yeah, <laughs> just depending on where we yeah, landed, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, uh, what kind of pigmentation we need uh, to survive? Uh, have no control over over the, our the, our melanin distribution. <laughs> nice, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But uh, I digress. Yeah, it's okay. We like that. We like the digression. We like the transgression. We like the uh, transmission. Um, so, where were, so, yeah, we were talking about... Uh, we just came out to hear us play on, on the streets, and Steve Watson was holding court, as he always does. Okay, Steve Watson. Now, Steve Watson, man, he's a beloved character. You know, we, we've had... He's, he was a guest on the podcast. We've had many famous people on the podcast, uh, many notorious people on the podcast. 
Steve Watson's episode is consistently top 10. It is, huh? Over the entire 233 episodes. He just hangs in there. <laughs> and because he's just, everybody loves Steve, man. He is the kingpin, you know? He's, uh, he, he's an affable guy. He's a uh, good time, Charlie. He's been a great friend. And, um, you know, his mom even came out, and I like her so much better than Steve. It's, okay. it's amazing. <laughs> she's wonderful. She's just a dream. And she's a former French horn player. Really? Okay. So we, you know, we have something Lindy in common. I, yeah, we all hit right. it off pretty good. All right. How long did it take for y'all to, to figure that out? Uh, Five I think, minutes? I think about four years ago is when I, I figured that one out. Okay. Three or four so, years ago. Uh, so it took three or four years? Yeah. That's not that doesn't answer my question. I said, how long did it take? Not how long ago did you figure that out? <laughs> but okay. All right. I'll accept that answer. Now you have those French horn lips. <laughs> is that, was that your come on? That was not my come on, yeah. It was. <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, so, so that, was a, that was a big day for you. Well, you know, I saw uh, a post you did early on in your, your, uh, your, your little sojourn here. You were uh, with one of the masters, uh, Johnny Vodakovich, photograph. Yeah, yeah, Where yeah. was that? At Snug Harbor or something? Or yeah. Uh, I contacted Doug Bloat and... Uh, before I got here, so um, we agreed to, to meet, and um, he was at Snugs, and the Johnny and, and Jim Singleton were playing. So uh, the first album I produced here in New Orleans in 2015, uh, Johnny played half the record. Oh, okay, nice. With, with James, actually. Nice. Uh, so yeah, we. Who remembered me? Or sure. At least he said he did. Oh, of course so, he did. How, how could anyone forget you? How can anyone forget? Me? <laughs> yeah. No. So that that was nice. He's, he's a very nice man, and uh, yeah, great to to hook up with uh, with uh, Doug too. He's uh, Doug Belote. Yeah. Oh man, he's hysterical. Yeah. You know, I thought about inviting him to this podcast, and I thought, well, he it would be fun, but he would dominate the. <laughs> Proceedings. <laughs> he needs to be on video because his impressions and yeah, the whole yeah, nine yeah, yards, yeah. his facial expressions are just so tremendous. Man, uh, he, he he does these bits, and I got to figure out how to put him on the podcast. But like he, he he does this just for fun, like making phony phone calls to like Ray Franson's uh, drum shop, you know, and he'll he'll call up and and uh, put on a, a phony voice and ask if they sell uh, the... Symbol the, glue. The symbol glue. <laughs> <laughs> or, or he does a bit where he's, he's asking for a Stanton Moore uh, drum throne. <laughs> They're like, well, we don't carry... You know, Stanton has all Gretsch uh, endorsement. We don't carry Gretsch stuff, but I don't think that they have a... Uh, a drum thrown anyway, and he goes, "Yeah, they do." <laughs> He's just arguing with him. Uh, uh, Doug is hysterical. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He even had a he had a, a you know Scott Billington, uh, the great Sp Scott Billington, stepped in for a second to that session to say hello. Yeah, and, he, and he lives right across the street. Right across the street yeah. from from uh, Jake Eckert. Already got uh, to meet him. Already yeah, knew his true. records. His right. work. And I met Frenchie, and uh, I mean, I met everyone. Yeah, just about. Frenchie's another guy who's uh, who, who recently made his way onto the the list for the Trouble Men podcast. I was playing with Susan Cowsell at, uh, oh, at, at at the at the Maple Leaf, and uh, oh yeah, I was there for that conversation. Oh, were you there? Okay, and, I, I said Renee, you need to get Frenchie on your podcast. All right, well, you were the conduit. Okay, thank you once again, John. And remember, he was there with that guy and some friend of his, and and the and the friend was kind of listening. He goes, "Oh wait." That's that's you with that other guy. Y'all are hysterical. <laughs> oh, oh, that shit's really funny. <laughs> oh, you should do that. <laughs> anyway, so so yeah, you're meeting all the all the New Orleans luminaries, yeah. uh, low lifes, high lifes, and I it doesn't you know compute with me till I they leave, and it that was yeah right okay yeah but. All nice people, you know. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just just uh, walking the earth like anybody yeah. else, just True. trying to struggle. Now, now I'm I'm looking at. Uh, seems like this might be a good time to uh, to take a little break, huh? Because uh, uh, our, our drinks uh, could use a, a refresher. So uh, since it's Easter, is it libations? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm not sure what that means, but sure, we'll go with that. Uh, so anyway, uh, everybody out there in the feral zone knows what to do. Uh, go fix yourself another drink, and we'll be right back. I'm 
People tell me so The clothes might not be flashy But you don't care, I know The cover of this book Don't tell the plot that lies within What you need to keep you warm Is my skin on your skin You don't want our money Hugo's not your boss Calvin Klein's not worth a dime That style ain't for us You prefer my nudie suit No rhinestones on my sleeve So come on mama, here I am It's time for us to leave Get dressed up, look out mama Mama, here I come Get messed up, look out mama Mama, here I come up in my birthday suit I'll bang your drum You'll play my food Dressed up to get messed up with you Yeah! We're back, back in Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge, back with our guest co-host, Mr. John Papagro, back with our guest, Mr. Arnie Skog. I am Renee Coleman, back in the feral zone. And uh, you know, I won't go on too long about it, but uh, you know, we have the usual uh, podcast housekeeping. You know, We have the, uh, the PayPal link, uh, the Venmo link. We're still relying on loose change. It's, it's still a, a listener-supported operation, John. And you know, there's grand plans. There's, you have so much you have that you want to accomplish with the podcast and things you want to do and see how it progresses, but you can't do it alone. We can't do it alone. None of us can, John. That's no. the thing. That's it's, in this takes teamwork. No man is an island. No man is, and we need, you know <laughs> need everybody to pitch in and help. So you know we're all peninsulas. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, you know, yes, uh, and we and we do have the the uh, the Patreon page. Uh, you know, it's have a unique Patreon page. All all the levels are are equal except for your uh, contribution. You know, except for as I always say, one of them involves me coming over. And mowing your lawn, which I am prepared to do. Do you even own a lawnmower? Oh, oh, absolutely, John. And you know, yeah, see the, the secrets you hold within. Uh, man, is, uh, uh, do I have any secrets left, John? I've, I've done two hundred and thirty-three podcasts. I think I've told them all. <laughs> no, here's the thing about me: um, you will never see me in a gym because I will feel like an asshole. You know, I've been in a gym like once or twice, walking under treadmill. I'm like, what the fuck? What kind of fucking dickhead am I? Yes. <laughs> like, I got fucking real work to do here. You know, right. I could go walk behind a, a lawnmower. Yeah, you know, like and accomplish that's, something. Yeah, yeah, yes. I, I could get with that. You know. Um, Be with, deep with your thoughts on a treadmill. What the fuck is that? Build up an honest w- sweat. You know, I like to like to feel the the, the vibration of that Briggs and Stratton in my yes. hand, <laughs> internal combustion. Well, you do vibrate all day long. I vibrate all day long, yes. John. Look, I was trying to uh, when when I when I was uh, you know I had all these these paper charts uh, for the gig I did last night with Luke. Paper charts. Well, because here's oh, the yeah, thing: you have to start with paper. Got to start yes, with paper, yes, yes, so. and then I even I went too fast and started uh, uh, scanning some mm. of the, some of them into my my uh, my iPad, and then we finished the rehearsal. And I'm looking at the iPad scan. I'm like, wait, wait, that's not the right. And it's like, oh yeah, because I actually made new notes, and the 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 they changed the chords from what the record was. Right. And it's like, okay, I have to rescan this. But anyway, back to the subject of me vibrating. Then I'm trying to scan these things in, uh, you know, with the the iPad, and I'm vibrating so much that every every single scan is all all blurred. <laughs> it's all blurred. Yeah. <laughs> So, so I'm looking at Slow it. Slow down, son. Slow down. I, I, I can't. I'm trying, <laughs> trying to settle it down, and and uh, and it's it's not the shakes or anything. It's just I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm wound kind of tight, John. <laughs> so so every scan looks like I've already had two drinks. You know, you look at it, it's already kind of blurry. <laughs> I got to do that just that tomorrow. Um, for French Quarter Fest, uh, Saturday before my set, I am playing with Ronnie Lamarck 
in wow. the Ronnie Lamarck's. We call her the Lamarckestra. The Lamarckestra. And wow. It, it's, it's a huge man. It's uh, eight horns. Derek Houston's one of the horns. Both oh. both Mullins boys are playing All trombone. All top players. I know All every chair is is is, uh, is John Fole on that gig. John Fole is not on the okay. gig. Joe Stark, who plays with Mark Broussard, is playing guitar okay. this year. The keyboard section alone is Andy Bourgeois. If you don't know who he is, is one of the best piano players in, New- in Baton Rouge. Okay. And then Larry Seaberth is playing like sure. strings and all the all the fancy. Uh-huh. And then I'm on B3. Nice. Huh. Okay. That's the keyboard section. Right, right. Yeah, the keyboard section. I mean, we should have been on the Broadway cruise with a thing like that. Wow, crazy. Four background singers, I think eight horns, uh, bass guitar, and two, two guitars, bass and drums, and Ronnie. And Ronnie... God bless him. He is a, really actually a dream to uh, to work with. Yeah. All, all he wants to do is get it right. He like he's in the trenches working the songs out, doing the rehearsals. So we've been rehearsing every Monday night. Well, Ronnie comes from like fifties uh, uh, rock and roll. Yeah, it comes out of that that. Uh, I think in the early sixties, high school, college days, right, he was right. like a singer in one of the bands that played right. all over town. And, and then he made his millions and did everything he did. Now he wants to play music again. Nice, Cause he, cause nice, just because he loves it, and you know, well, he's he's earned it. Ron, you know, Ron, Ron, he, Ronnie's done well for himself. You know, and God bless him. He can afford an, a Marcus a Lamarcusstra, and so um, so no, we have all these charts and there's all these notes, and so from the last three rehearsals, I keep making new notes. But tomorrow we have our final run through before French Quarter Fest, and I have to go redo all my charts. And um, hopefully, I'm not vibrating like you with the scanner and trying to get right, it all right. right. It's tough, man. Well, you know, I think I just needed more light. If I have more light, it's uh, it's not so critical. Yes. And then I don't know. I just got to calm down or something. <laughs> but you know, you you mentioned the uh, the 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 band on the cruise, and I, I wanted to I wanted to talk about that a little bit because they had so you know a whole bunch of different uh, performances on the cruise all these different uh, like Randy Rainbow a guy I was not familiar with but he's a Broadway personality and and they had fantastic these fantastic vi- uh, videos he yeah was, he oh had, you're familiar with them yeah yeah, yeah. Okay. great sar- sarcastic videos uh, he was on uh, uh, Trump's back all the time. Oh, okay. Fantastic. Is he like a comedian? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Is this like YouTube or TikTok? Yeah, I don't YouTube. Know. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And right. Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just yeah. He yeah. was a, uh, but great humor. Okay, nice, nice. Great humor. So they had uh, uh, all these different, you know, performances all the time, and the first one I went to, I saw the. Uh, the Pit Band. So it's all these Broadway Pit guys who are on monsters, the, huh? They're they're monsters. They they can read anything, but they had these guys working so much. Was it like <laughs> this? Like maybe three bands floating around the whole tour, kind of thing. Well, or? well, they had mm, yeah, maybe like a couple of iterations of pit bands. They had one like um, Indonesian like boat band, and that's like you know four Indonesian guys who came with the boat who came with the boat who were there can play anything from Journey to uh, you know just whatever and those guys were great and they were hilarious I love their whole vibe yeah (laughs) but uh, but then they had all these Broadway pit guys and they're just like New Orleans musicians, you yeah. know they're real New Orleans what, guys. What's the gig today? We're just gonna play that. But but uh, and so I'd run into these guys at the uh, the musicians lounge, and of course you know the first night there I I I'm get a little bit too friendly with people, just like I'm inclined to do, you know, or, where the next day you're kind of looking at the ground or you're going, hey man, I hope I wasn't out of line, you know? They go, oh no, it's all cool, man. So oh, good, good, good. Sometimes I I, uh, I can, love how he covers his tracks. I, the next I can. Day. I, <laughs> Sometimes I can like kind of, uh, you know, I I saw, um, I'm sure you you remember this guy, uh, um, fuck, what's his name? Um, I'll think of it, but, but his, his whole shtick, New Orleans guy, um, but his thing was he would assume familiarity like way more than is appropriate and it catches you off guard at first, but it like, it's kind of like a hyperspace trick to go from not knowing you at all to feeling very intimate with you you know dino cruz that's who dino i was trying to ultimate networker dino man like i walked up with this friend of mine that he'd never met before and dino said some shit to him where my friend went wait what and it, like totally was 
like horrified and they, they realized it was a joke and went oh <laughs> and then did, it was like I they mean, Dino Cruz could be like you know serving beignets at morning call out in Metairie and then on Friday and Saturday he's like one of the guests on MTV Live somewhere. right right <laughs> You know, he's got glitter all over all him from, over him. from uh, yes. you know, making out with, with one of the hosts or something. <laughs> that was, that's it, right. You know, Dino Cruz, something very uh, endearing about him. I, I, I made a record with him one time at, at Keith Keller's, and, uh, you know, he kind of took a shine to me, and we were spending a lot of time together. And every day at, at like, 6, six o'clock, you'd be like, man, i got to get home to see uh, Golden Girls. And like, like Walter Washington and, like, and Young and Restless. Yeah, really. <laughs> Had to see his story. Yes. <laughs> but uh, but uh, Golden Girls, like, what the fuck? At first I thought it was a joke, you know? And, and, I, and I was like, what's the deal with Golden Girls? He goes, it reminds me of my mom. Uh, it's like, that yeah. is so sweet. <laughs> That's the sweetest yes. thing ever. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Who his mom, it was like someone who adopted him. He was like some kind oh. of like mafia baby who got passed to an... Another like uh, you know mafia associate, uh, uh, childless woman who raised him, and I didn't know any of it's that. Whole crazy story, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is why he creates his own persona. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He, he was a really nice guy, and he was a rocker. So like you know, and he did all kind of. You never, never knew where he was going to show up. Dino, yeah, man, I miss Dino. Dino. Anyway, oh, I was talking about the uh, the the band guys on, on the boat. So yeah, that was a, that was a hard right, right, hard right. Turn. Sorry, sorry, and and we're back. <laughs> I will uh, back. But uh, but uh, these guys. So I had to play like one song on Michael Service's like uh, big survey thing where he did. That was the Broadway set. couple of songs from from Tommy, a couple of songs from uh, Fun Home, all of the whole you know uh, survey of of his Broadway career. And we got up, and we the Loose Cattle Band did one song from Fun Home that he had he had recorded for the the, the record. Um, so I kind of met those guys, and they're all cool. And then I kept running into them on the boat, and every time I was like, "Wow, you guys are going to another set." I was like, "How many? How many is this now?" And the guy goes, "I don't even know. <laughs> Quit counting, man." <laughs> the <laughs> bass player said, "Told me, he said, yeah, I signed up for like for like six shows or something." He said, I'm, "I think I'm up to twenty now." <laughs> It's like jazz for them. Yeah. <laughs> so and then then like now, were they walking around with iPads? Uh, or did they have books. Some of them had, but well, well, some of them had iPads, but mostly what they had is books because they'd have a music director for each one of oh, these he'd people. Oh, show up and pass out. And the books. then they'd yes. pass out books, and these guys are just sight reading, man. Yes. And they'd have maybe, and I'd see, I'd see the like one guy like sitting in the artist lounge like just shedding through something you know and they go there and it's not it's not note perfect man they're kind of hacking through it but it's it's they're doing a great they're job getting, they're you know throwing it's, everything at them it, it reminds me of of like either like doing a mardi gras like tableau or playing the circus yeah, the other right, right. <laughs> you know it's like the shit is going to be coming fast and furious just keep up just don't get lost just, you know <laughs> don't stop <laughs> yeah just keep moving forward keep going man don't analyze anything just yeah, move yeah, forward yeah 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 it's like football, you know. That forget about the last play, man. Now, I know Renee has done a lot of gigs. You know, like we, you know, you just, it's jazz fest or whatever. Then you, you just have a bunch of different artists stacked up. And I know you've been a great side man your whole career, Arnie. Mm -hmm. So I know you play with Radar Larson. Larson, and mm -hmm. um, have you had like these experiences where you have to like back up? You know, say three or four different musicians on a festival or over course of like a three or four day event yeah, like or something a, like that. Well, some. Well, the last one I did, uh, that was last year, they did a tribute show for uh, their friend that passed two years ago now, uh, whose name is Svein Tanghua, he's a fourth generation Chinese, his great-grandfather uh, got picked up uh, by a Norwegian ship, in the, he was like a refugee or something, hmm. and he ended up in Stavanger, and um, yeah, I can go on for hours about that but he died and uh, he was a big, great uh, songwriter really uh, yeah. what, what style um, he, like folk he, music uh, yeah it's, it's kind of uh, but but he's what he, his, his big um, strength was his lyrics very um, layered mm -hmm. it could be like uh, if you looked at him sh uh, shallowly it, it had 
like one meaning, but there were so many layers to them. Right, right. That's why people like them. Universal songwriter. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, and he wrote in Norwegian. In Norwegian, and he he. Um, he was a Chinese guy. No, nah, well, his grandfather was. Grandfather. I mean, yeah, yeah, I mean, he, yeah, yeah. So he, uh, his uh, stuff was used by a, a very popular rock group in Stavanger that were proper popular around uh, 1980, 81, okay. 82, 83, and has been like become like um, uh, what do you call it anthems for the area. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was very much beloved. He was, he was so, uh, yeah, he was a character and everybody loved him. So, so when he died, they, they well, actually, they were going to do a, a tribute show for him for his 75th birthday, but then he dies. And, the uh, nerve. And, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're all fucking doing it to us, John. Yeah. It's just going to be you and me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, George Porter had a 75th celebration, and everybody was there. And he goes, he, one of the things he told everybody, like, I'm just glad I'm doing this so I can, so I can enjoy it. Yeah. I'm here. Like, thank y'all for being here. And it, it, well, man, George looks stronger than ever, sounds stronger than ever, man. Hasn't lost a fucking step. Anyway, so yeah, back. Yeah, this guy, he uh, he was also a great p- painter. Oh, okay. And um, yeah, so so they put up a exhibition for with his work and uh, put out a book, did a film, a big thing, and I also put up a big concert with the Stavanger Symphony Orchestra and uh, all these artists. And so I was in the band because. I played with his band for like 25 years. Uh, in his band? In mean? his band, yeah. yeah. Holy moly. Uh, How old are you? <laughs> you don't look that old. <laughs> well, he, he, he uh, w- when, uh, when we started out, it was his um, 50th. It was going on the 50th uh, birthday. Oh. And an uh, uh, f- engineer friend of ours said that, okay, if... If we don't get you into the studio to do these songs, I'll, I'll get someone else to do it. So uh, he put together a band, and we did that record, and it was uh, quite successful. So he was a generation older than Radar. Yeah. Uh, co- one, yeah. one generation. Yeah, yeah, well, 10 years. Six, seven years. Yeah. Great. Yes. So, In New so, Orleans, so, so 10 years is a generation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah, well, so we did, did that, that, sh- uh, that concert in, in May this year, last year. Uh, yeah, with the full TV production and recording and everything. So, so but yeah, you were very f- familiar with his music. You yeah, but have the, to go the, shed the, all the stuff. Well, yeah, the TV w- versions, though, right? This this was uh, arranged, you know. So they oh, okay to, you know, for the orchestra and everything. So we can do what we normally did. Right. And uh, you weren't uh, just jamming it out. No, no, right? no, no. Sure. Uh, so and it all wasn't like the Kingpin. <laughs> Not. <laughs> <laughs> or the Maple Leaf. It was yeah. And you know all kinds of artists, from from uh, rap artists to to pop artists to yeah. Okay. Now of did my my old buddy uh, Uni Wilhelmsen uh, was she involved? Uni, in this? No, she was not. Okay. No, right. no, no. But she's around. She's oh, play, yeah. She's uh, her uh, uh, quote unquote day job uh, these days are with a uh, band. It's called uh, Didara, which is were a really big uh, hit band and oh. the singer in that band is a very successful author okay uh it's called um uh, i can't fucking remember his name well big author sure yeah and, and sells shit tones of books uh right yeah but she also does uh duo gigs with a guy who's actually played with uh bill payne oh yep yeah a little Stein, piano player. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Stein, no, not no, at all. No. Kness is his name, bass player. Sings really good. Uh, so they, the two of them do a lot together. But And she maybe do some solo stuff, but she doesn't have, have a band anymore that I know of. Right. So you were throwing a lot of different music for coming at you quick. Uh yeah, well, it's when the when the when the operation is that big, you have like I think we have three days of rehearsals. Right. So, but it's always changing. Every time you go, like, oh, let's cut this out, or let's add yeah, this, yeah. or you know, yeah. fix this chord. But you know, the the core melodies and the, uh, there are some signature, uh, at least the, the songs that 
uh, were popular with like that band I mentioned. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are some signature licks and, and solos and shit. So so they didn't they didn't change that. Yeah. So I had that that actually that band was was the one that uh, got me to start playing guitar in the first place. M- my friend and I uh, uh, when I s- I moved to Fleckefjord, which is where I live now. Uh, uh, starting high school, and I bonded over that band because we liked that band. Yeah, and, uh, and we got to start a band, so we started the band. And you didn't play music at all at that time? No, I I had taken music lessons earlier, but uh, you know I hated it. So <laughs> really, why'd you hate it? The practicing. The practicing. The practicing is the worst. Yeah, it's, it's a bummer. Well, here's the thing about practicing. Uh, it's, it's like push-ups, you know. Uh, nobody likes push-ups until you figure out a way to make yourself like doing push-ups, yeah. and that's the trick to to playing music. Is you got to figure out what's cool about practicing and why you like it. Tell that I, I agree. Tell that to a seventy-year-old. It took me fifty years to to learn that, and like now. Now I like practicing. I wish I would have liked practicing when I was like 15, 18. Hmm. I love playing, you know, oh, what's the song on the radio? Let me figure that one out. Or, oh, well, I that's like practicing, song. John. <laughs> that's learning. That's, yeah, that's it learning. is. That's yeah, learning. It's all practice, man. Practice, practice. Oh, talking about practice? I'm doing out my Allen Iverson. Sorry. Uh, uh, <laughs> in some rooms. That's I love the basketball <laughs> reference. I'm so, well, that's, that's that the one. thing that's about good. me, John. You know, you never know what I'm going to pull out. You know, like, look, I got. Believe me, I know. I, 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 I've I, been right. I have three pipe wrenches in my trunk right outside. Not, not one, not two, three. Because sometimes <laughs> you need you need some, different some, sizes. Some, sometimes you got to need. Uh, well, they're adjustable. Sometimes you need one on one end of the pipe, one on the other end of the pipe, and one hit the guy with. <laughs> that's what she said. <laughs> Okay, we got a podcast going here. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, great. <laughs> oh my god! Yes. All right, so I want to change the subject. Yes. I got another question for Arnie, mostly because I know the answer to this, but mm-hmm. Renee hasn't heard. So Arnie's a daughter, Tala. Oh, yeah. Is I, a. I, I, is, I met I met her. Uh, yeah, yes, you la- did a few years ago. Yes, yeah, go on. So she was a lovely she's a girl. producer in oh, cool. Oslo. Nice. Mm-hmm. And she's doing really well, doing great things, and she got some great news today. And Arnie, share it with us. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's a proud she, papa, so yeah. <laughs> please, please. Well, uh, Thomas, uh, since the last time, she's she uh, she finished her schooling and all that, and she's doing uh, music production full time, and she also does uh, uh, engineer work for TV stations uh, to. <laughs> to get money and she does yeah. um, <laughs> at least she's doing that yeah and uh, she does uh, you know uh, commercials for uh, like video you know TV commercials and all that but she also uh, produces young artists and she was asked to to do a workshop with uh, up and coming Sami uh, artists you know the Sami people are like the indigenous people from uh, Norway, Sweden, Finland. Is that is that like the Laplanders? Yes. So that's the actual name that they would refer to. Sami. Oh, okay. Yes. And they're they're like the area that they uh, uh, inhabit. Most of, inhabit. Most of them is is like the the top part of it's very the near the Arc- Arctic Circle. Right? It's over uh, above above the Arctic yes. Circle, right? Uh, and well, they they have uh, they they, uh, they heard uh, uh, caribou or uh, reindeer. Reindeer. Yes, reindeer. Yes. Now uh, a lot of people think you know we, in America we think of uh, reindeer like Rudolph mm-hmm. the red-nosed reindeer. Mm-hmm. Rain, eat reindeer Rudolph. is delicious. I yeah. know. <laughs> I had reindeer. <laughs> They're delicious. <It's> nice. <laughs> well, the thing is, uh, the, uh, she was asked to to, uh, to like be mentor. Uh, or produce and they they are kosher by the way. Oh, go okay. on. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Perfect for a uh, Passover meal. Kosher for Passover yeah, or, yeah. or or all or any your, other day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go. Uh, go Anyhow, <laughs> she uh, she was asked to do this thing that was like eight um, eight young artists that the, they're going to produce songs for, and uh, she produced two songs, and uh, all of them sent in these songs to uh, to this. Contest that uh, they actually had yesterday, uh, and her two songs were picked out of that litter 
to uh, to uh, be represented on that competition, which was yesterday, and uh, she didn't win, but one of her songs got in uh, second. Nice. So that's pretty nice. That's terrific, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that's a kind of recognition. It won't go unnoticed by uh, you know the powers True. that be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She does so, great work. Yeah, she's great. She helped out last time. She did uh, engineering when we do the background vocals, and she yeah. helped. Uh, she did some video shoots and shit at uh, the video uh, the yeah, yeah, studio. I, I, yeah, I remember her being uh, pretty hands-on as far as some other technical issues yeah, yeah, that yeah. she was doing there. I remember uh, she's she really good at logic and. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. Software. Logic, the uh, the the Apple-based uh, recording uh, DAW. Yes. Yes. she's probably good at real logic, real-time logic sure. as well. Yeah, sure. yeah. Right, much right. smarter than her dad. Oh wow. yeah. <laughs> well, that's good. Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, all of our <laughs> progeny are, are uh, 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 version 2.0 yeah. of us. Yeah. So shout out to Tala. Yeah, you're right, Tala. Hey. hey. Well, uh, kids, uh, I don't know. It's uh, we could keep talking, but before we go, I'm you yes. know, I'm always, you know, promoting the next thing. So yes, John, yes, tell us what's on the on the on the on the horizon. We got French Quarter Fest this weekend. French Quarter Fest is right, right. Like I think it might it's, be it's, starting today. In fact, yes. So um, the day like, this this episode is coming out. As I mentioned, I'm playing with Ronnie Lamarck. Okay. On Saturday, and then my band, John Papa Grow. Uh, we are playing at the... Again, uh, nothing to do with pizza. Nothing to do with okay, pizza. Okay, and when are you playing? <laughs> we are, uh, Both gigs are on Saturday, 6 o'clock at the Aquarium. Okay. The Jack Daniel stage. Um, no mention that I'm drinking Maker's Mark tonight, but uh, on Saturday, I'll probably be drinking Jack Daniel's. There you go. And... Uh, when in Rome, John. When in Rome. Uh, yeah, so can, can I plug my... Uh, absolutely. My Please plug away. Yes, I'm uh, releasing a sing uh, EP... Actually, nice. uh, extended play stands. Extended for. play. Yeah. Uh, the twenty-first. Uh, it has Doug Below on drums on one track and Terence Higgins on another. Nice. And uh, also features uh, Dave Grissom, the great Dave Grissom on guitar nice. on one track, and uh, Roberto Luti, who's uh, oh, sure. yeah, ex yeah. Uh, New Orleanian. Yeah. Uh, on another track, so it's nice. it'll be out. Yeah, it's called Three Kicks Against the Pricks. Three kicks against the pricks. You know, uh, like Nick Cave, I remember, had that record, Kicking yeah. Against the Pricks. Yes. Great record. Yes. Okay. It's a little nod, too. I like the, I like the nod. Yeah, yeah, I like the reference. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so nod is as good as a wink. Somebody said that. <laughs> <laughs> not as good as a wink or a nudge. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Um, so, so much going on in the Feral well, Zone. Well, uh, when I get to plug here, so yeah, uh, plug on, away. on, on Thursday, I have uh, uh, an early set with the Iguanas. I think it's 2.10 on the Jack Daniels stage. Oh, I leave will, me some. I will not be drinking Jack Daniels, because then right after that, I have a set on the Gazebo stage. I think it's the Tropical Isle stage with uh, the sublime Susan Cowsell. Um, and then, you'll be so thrilled that you won't have sheet music you'll have an ipad this year that's right that's right because it's a very windy stage it and they've, they've had stage. some, some uh, disastrous uh cataclysmic even uh wind events at that stage i love hearing that story from so, that set so, someone someone who go was, shall go unnamed lost his toupee into the river that's all i'm gonna say <laughs> it was not pretty <laughs> Can it I? was not retrievable <laughs> Can it? Can I there tell? There was not a second one in reserve. They were shooting in the water, thinking it was a nutria, but no, it wasn't. Can I tell a little fun fact? Yes, please. Susan Cowsill's first boyfriend, which from when she was oh, yes. really little, lives in my Dean town. Martin. Oh no! no Go no, ahead. No. Sorry. Lives in my town. Really? Yes. I think I've met him. Yeah. Wow. His name is Jeff. Okay. Shout out to Jeff. Hey, Jeff. Out, he, yeah. he will be listening. The one he that got will. away. The All one. Right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> there were like three years of nothing. I don't know. Sure. Well, you know, Susan's always been very social. What do you uh, do after Susan? Um, then, oh, Thursday night I have a podcast I'm doing here. Uh, uh, that, that's neither here nor there. At uh, Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Sna Lounge. Snake and Jake's Christmas Before Club midnight? Lounge. Yeah, before midnight oh, wow. with the great Christy White uh, from from uh, uh, Alluring Strange, from the Hellcats, from Memphis, and, uh, and she has a whole crazy history. And uh, then on, oh, it's a busy weekend. I have I have sets with uh, Loose Cattle, 
John Mooney, Lynn Drury on Saturday. You're back. Back, John. Back. They said it, they said it couldn't be done. <laughs> I never doubted you. Thank you, John. You're we one all of the need only, you. You're, you're one of the only people that has never lost faith in me. <laughs> We're rooting for you in Scandinavia. Well, too. as you told me, yes, we need more majors, more generals on the battlefield. And, like, you're one of them. You, well, you, when we, you go to battle, you need a Renee Coleman. Thank you, John. I appreciate that. You man. told me that. I just stole that from a much smarter man than me. Oh, wow. All right, folks. Well, uh, you heard it here first. Uh, you know. <laughs> tell Manny. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell Manny about this. Uh, it's just our little secret. Uh, he so, won't listen to this anyway. No, he's, he's not listening to any of them. Um, well, God, Arnie, it's been so fun having you back here, man. I'm glad we ran this podcast, John. It's uh, it's uh, kicks as always. Uh, thanks to Dave Clements for hosting. Yes, yes, again, Snake and Jake's Christmas Club Lounge. You know, uh, come check it out, people. It's good from 7:30 uh, p.m. to uh, noon. You know, it's 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 on 7:30 a.m. It's uh, even after that. If you, as long as you keep tipping, they're going to stay open. Um, and it always feels like 3 a.m. in here, no matter what time of day it is. That's right. That's right. We, we, we keep it uh, whorehouse dark. Um, so uh, uh, for my guest host, John Groh, for my guest, Mr. Arnie Scott, I am Renee Coleman signing off from Inside the Feral Zone. Good night.
different games. 